Welcome to Art Talk with April. I'm April Harris. I'm the artist of Inked April located in Birmingham, Alabama. And this podcast is going to be about all things art. We'll talk about books, invite some artists to interviews, and much, much more. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Art Talk with April. And today we have an amazing artist, Marmaduke Davenport. And Marmaduke, what kind of art is it that you're making? What would I call it? Um, I'm not sure. (laughs) It's... um, I even struggled to call myself an artist to start with. It didn't even sit well. I'm what they'd call an outside artist, um, not not affiliated with any university or anything like that. And, and I just started making things. I was making in my head what I wanted to find as a kid when I was exploring in like old attics oh. and old, you know, I wanted to create something quite magical that someone else would find. Um, what is called, it's called automatons or automata. And it's um, basically the, the word is, how do we say, replicating nature or human movement. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's like the um, prequel to robotics, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, some of it in it has a big sort of movement in the 1700s. It's been around for a long time. Yeah. Even Leonardo da Vinci, I don't know if you know that, that lion that walked in and, and, and spat tulips. And so it, it's always been around. But what the artwork, what it's called, I don't think there is a name. There's a few of us that have recently just got together, like all the artists listening. It, so it can be a lonely, tricky existence. We're not knowing what, you know, yeah. doubting yourself. Um, is it good enough? So we've all connected for them reasons and we've all got the same problems. We've hit the same pitfalls. We've got the same ups, the same downs. One minute we're taking over the world and we're all selling stuff and then the next day we're panicking like hell because the shipment ain't turned up. You know, so we're, you know, we're quite fallible. Like, oh, no. And it's quite funny to watch watch our little group. But, yeah, so, it's, so with that group, we're, we're even... One of the guys is going to make a name for it because there isn't one, so he tells me. So we're going to invent our own name, it's like okay. a, a collective of automaton builders, I suppose. Sure. Um, sure. I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but animation. I, I, I think I'm more comfortable with, and anim- I animate things. Well, um, that's really interesting. Where are you located at? I'm located in a small village near London. I come from, I didn't grow up here. I grew up about 40 miles away from where I live today in an old coaching town, mm. ever so old. A lot of history, old stone buildings. And, oh, I can imagine. And, um, yeah, it was quite run down. It, it was a kid in the early 80s. Mm. There was a lot of derelict buildings. I suppose that's where my sort of finding treasure come from, you know. We used to go exploring around, and it was a, it was a wonderful old place. You know, really, really nice. And I suppose that that's where the oldie worldie comes from. That's where my heart was. Everyone's heart is with their childhood, isn't it? You know, we're always trying to recreate, you know, our past, yeah. if you like. 
You're, you're right about that. I've noticed that um, actually with a few other artists that I've interviewed with um, that everyone seems to go through a process of discovery and like searching for something. And then eventually they end up going back to something from childhood. And yeah. that ends up being the thing that they yeah. love, you know. And so that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, there's an artist I work with, and she's—I'll um, give a shout out to her. She's she's fantastic, and really really privileged to be working with her is Judy Keeps. Okay. Um, she, she and I've said to her about because all her pictures are sad, whereas all mine are, are insanely happy. And I, hers is more like childhood lost, whereas mine's searching and find refinding childhood, and that seems to be that it's the same thing, but. Very different. So yeah, it's sort of based around there because my characters are always insanely smiling, and <laughs> there's a real dark twistedness to it. But, you know, yeah. I think that's what I really liked about your work as well is that sort of darkness. Because um, I mean, I myself in some of my own work, I don't know if you've happened to check it, and if you haven't, it's no big deal. But um, I do that as well, and. So a lot of times when you're making these kinds of pieces, like how do people seem to react to them? Um, I've never, I suffer hugely with people pleasing and seeking approval. Um, so I really work hard on making them as good, as good as possible. And I've thrown out a lot. But even my mum said, why are you throwing that out? Because I often think it was good enough because I don't like negative feedback, you see. I'm, I'm, my, world, I'm my own worst critic. Yeah. So, so and it's worked. So I've not only get praise, which I feed off immensely, you know, rightly or wrongly, I crave it. Mm. And, and it does, and it, it gives me gives me ego a bit of a boost, and I have to watch that. And I've had one troll so far. I've got a friend who does it for fun, but one, he was quite nasty about it all. Oh. Um, he was just bitter and twisted, you know. I yeah. just tied him, tied him up with words. He weren't, you know, in fact, I quite enjoyed the little spat we had. But, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's received quite well up to now. Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, luckily, I, I mean, if it wasn't, I'd have stopped long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have, yeah, awesome. life, I'd have tried something else that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I think that's, yeah. you know, one of those common artists' problems. And we go through these cycles of, oh, I, I made this amazing thing. This is fantastic. And then yeah. the very next day, you're like, what was I thinking? That's completely. Yeah. Not yeah. what I wanted, you know, and then you go through yeah. the cycle. So when you get that validation from sure. an outside person, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Someone gets it. Someone. It's, it's, it's a double whammy with what I do because it's all aesthetic and it's got to move and it's got to move properly and it's not got to break, you know. So for, for a good few years, I was working. I wasn't even online. I didn't look for any inspiration. I just worked. It was not good enough. And my mum, because I live with my mum. I moved in with my mum and stepdad died, uh, which allows me to do what I do now. Um, yeah, yeah. And she was saying, why, why aren't you selling it? Why aren't you? Selling? So for a few years, I weren't selling anything. And it was just wow. piling up. And the first bits I was selling for like 30 quid, 50 quid. And now for the small ones, and now just getting like 205 for them now. 
Oh. But they're, they're better. They're, they're improving all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it is a double. And I keep thinking, you know, someone who buys a painting, they're going to hang it on the wall and then go back to the artist and say the paint's running. It's there. It's finished. But with the moving thing, it's like, and if it, oh. there's a saying, if it if it moves, it's going to break. So it is quite, uh, yeah. It's a, I never thought about intense. that. Like it's an yeah. ongoing process in itself. And then sure. have you had people um, buy things from you and then even like years later, something happens to it and, they're, and they come no, back? No, I mean, I've only been selling for about two years. Okay. No, um, but I've just, just sold one. I tried a little auction on on Instagram. I set it all up myself, and wow. and it, it didn't go. It was all right. It was, um, but it was someone had already bought a piece off me, mm. and it still didn't get as much as I'd have liked. Um, but that was that was testing it. But it's, they just received it, and there was a little flashing light, mm. and it's quite a delicate thing, and that doesn't work. So I've got after this, I've got to talk to her how to fix it. But and I've had a couple break in shipping, but and, and even shipping the work. I mean, again, shipping the paintings relatively easy. These are delicate, so I get special crates made. Oh wow! Um, I, I nearly threw in the towel. I couldn't. I thought, how am I going to ship these? I can't sell them. You know, it was just like, and that, that was hard. All of it was hard. You know, if I was to do it again, I probably wouldn't. But yeah, and people praise the crates more than my work, which is funny enough. They uh, <laughs> they paint them, put the piece inside, and use them as little display boxes. So that's that's nice. You know, and I throw a little free gift in and. I want the whole experience to be good, you know. It's not the changing of money is that awkward bit. I don't like that. Like all artists, we don't know, do we, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I find that bit difficult. So I want, them to, I want them to receive it well. I'm even thinking of decorating the crates with, like, labels and stamps and just going too far as we do, you know. We're, we're obsessive people, aren't we, you know. <laughs> But yeah, that's I don't know. I can't remember what the question was there. We just kind of <laughs> moved on. Uh, yeah. So, well, that's interesting. So much of what you have been doing is is what I've gone through myself. But now I feel bad because my experience <laughs> was not nearly as complicated. <laughs> because I'm well, this- I'm trying to send flat artwork like on paper and so mm. I'm worried about the paper getting bent but I couldn't imagine sending something like what you make I mean that's just yeah. oh. that's that's why there's not many of us doing it I think <laughs> I mean it absolutely got more sense yeah. it has to take a certain kind of person to make something like that like how do you go if you don't mind sharing your process oh. um how do you go about like coming up with the idea? Do you sketch out things first and then, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've got all of these, like you said, robotics and things like that, that you're putting it all together with, but what do you. Well, in, in my, in most of it's in my head. Hmm. Um, there's a, there's a darker side to how I built the first one. Hmm. Um the first one is a big blue that sits in the hallway on the downstairs, you know, as you go in the door. And But what happened, and it is, this is a sad story, really. It was a long, long time ago when I split up with an ex. And I, I went through a hell of a bad time 
Yeah. Um, sofa surfing, you know, lost the house, drinking far too much and all that that goes with it. And the only place I could find quiet in my mind was designing this puppet theatre in my head. Mm-hmm. I used to write all the time. Almost everywhere I lived, there was writing and drawings all over the walls. I was insane. But the only quietness where that I could think to to sleep was designing this this puppet theatre. It sounds strange, right? And, and um, yeah. but then I got in recovery, and um, I thought I'm going to make I'm going to make that, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Because I was bad, you know, and I shouldn't be ashamed of it. I'm not. No, I think I think that um, for some people, that's part that's part of being an artist. I mean, um, you know, pain. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I find that art is healing. I don't know how. I don't know why, but I feel like art is a healing process, yeah. and that it helps those who are makers and creators just work through something, you know. Yeah. So do, do, do you think the pain creates the artist or do you think we're just artists that way inclined? I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. That's a very interesting question. Cause I mean, then you, you know, you have your artists who are creating very, um, and I'm, and I'm not, talking badly about these artists, but they're, they're creating more cheerful, um, you know, like ocean scenes and, um, you know, beautiful, beautiful paintings and things like that. But there, there's something about, and, and that may be what drew me to your work actually is there's something about when you see something in, um, a creation where you feel like there's there's a story there and it's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It has more depth to it. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, originally I was writing a story um, mm. and it was lots of the bits were part of that universe and Marmaduke Davenport mm. was a character and the oh. name, it comes from... Um, it was a con man used it in the 1700s. It was his name that he used, Alexander Day, to get into con into the gentry. Oh. Um, and, I, and I come across it, and I thought that's great. And and then I was when I, the guy was helping me write, you know, and he he was saying you've got to, you've got to give your work a name. He said you've got to establish yourself. And I was calling it all bits and cogs and this and that and whatever. And we was just chatting, and it was. I thought, Mama Duke Davenport, he said that'd do. So that's why I <laughs> stuck with that, and and it did. It got it got carried away. Really, it wasn't on purpose. And then when I was signing stuff and saying, you know, Mama Duke, I felt really weird. Just then, <laughs> 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 no, I'm not telling you my real name now. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But yeah, so the story it was, it was like I'm time traveling, sort of a cross between Doctor Who and Willy Wonka, sort of. And that and Judy, who, who I love working with, I've said to her, and we've spoken about it, of doing an animation, you know, a little cartoon of the character. Yeah. Maybe I'll do the book. Mm. But that's fantasy story. But yeah, the life story behind stuff is well, that's what defines us, isn't it? That's where we mm. Yeah, you know. So there, there is a dark side to it, certainly. 
But I'd, I was even like straight. I'd always find humour in the dark side of life. I'd only laughter is the only tonic, wouldn't it? And that suppose that's that's why I make it a bit bonkers, if you like. Yeah. Um, for want of a better word. Yeah. <laughs> Like you're like you're twist you're twisting it around into something else. Like you're making it into sure. something else. Something. I tend to think like that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I could get carried away with my thoughts, I suppose if you do, you get paranoid. But <laughs> I suppose that's what makes us makes us a bit different. Like mm-hmm. even comedians, they sure. just they're that little sure. edge off of how everyone else sees things, mm-hmm. and it, it it's almost like a a discomfort that gives that laugh. They they see something that other people don't see, and you just laugh at it because you don't know what other. That's the, do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I think yeah. We are a little, we're a little bit skewed, but <laughs> if that's the right. Sometimes, sometimes you know, they're if you if you stop to think about what they're talking about, it can be rather dark. But the way that they're twisting it, it makes it funny. You know, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's a bit like that, and I suppose that's the same with art because mm-hmm. we're we're sort of bearing our souls, aren't we? Yeah. In whatever medium we're doing it, and people look at it, and and and, it, and they, some people, you know, they can notice themselves in it, or there's bits that they've never really thought of, or there's, you know, um, a lot of the inspiration, or, or some of the art I used to like. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not used to, I still do. Was but as a kid, it was medieval art. And that mm. was sort of hard to look at back then. Yeah. It was hard to find. It was hard to come across. I put on a post the other day. It was about when I was a child. Look, if I wanted to look at art, I had a few books I had, all tatty old books, mm-hmm. which you kept looking at. Or I'd have to go to the library and have a look or get them photocopied. And we used to go and collect trolley shopping trolleys off people to take back. You get ten p for them, and the photocopies were ten p in the library. <laughs> and then I'd just collect all these folders of like black and white prints of, of art out of the library. And that, but now we've got it all at our fingertips. But the medieval oh. art, it was hard. It was just wasn't there. It was like a hidden knowledge, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas now people are a bit more aware of it. But I think a lot of my inspiration comes from that. You know, it's, um, what's his name? Hieronymus Bosch, do you know who that is? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, what's the names of, I can't remember the names of his paintings, but you've got the, yeah. the Dante's Levels of Hell or something. But yeah, that, that sort of work, you know, and it's all very, uh, in fact, a lot of, a lot of artists, I get a lot of people say, is it Monty Python, Terry Gilliam? Mm. And I loved Terry Gilliam and I loved Monty Python, but that wasn't what I was gunning for. But yeah. if you look back, he's inspired by medieval art. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of, there's even like a little Yoda. If you look in the margins of the medieval, they're, they're brilliant little comics you know, of hares and rabbits killing knights and even <laughs> even fart jokes are funny. There's all sorts of weird stuff going on, you know. So <laughs> anyone that hasn't seen it, I can't remember what the name of it's called now, but Medieval Margins, have a look. It's quite yeah. insane. I'll have to look that up. That sounds interesting. I think, I think the monks who were writing the, the books used to put them on there. They were taking the mickey, really, you know. They were doing all this, and that was their little, their little naughtiness, if you like. <laughs> 
Oh, awesome. You're flicking through a Bible and you're having someone having a poo at a tree or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, these little expressions that, you know, it just, I feel like it kind of connects us today in in modern society with that medieval person, yeah. you know, and they're making yeah. silly doodles yeah. or whatever. Well, they were cartoons. They were just cartoons, and we've got yeah. cartoons now. But there was also fine artists back then. It's not – I don't think we've – I personally – if we've been the same all the time, you know, but maybe, you know, we've lost a lot of history, but some of it you go, and it's phenomenal what I draw, you know, better than what you get today. So I don't know, but yeah, I love, I love the history of it, which is funny because I didn't, didn't like history at school. I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't <laughs> I thought myself. I, I love history now, and in yes. school, I could not stand it. I mean, no. it's just. No. Oh, I hated school. I hated it. I, I didn't go left a year early. I, just, wow. been, I don't like being told what to do. But then, you know, the ironic thing is I've become a school caretaker sometime later for about 15 years. Yeah, okay. I was working in the school, which I loved. Yeah. Well, school in lessons is great. And, you know, so I was just, I used to talk myself there, you know, and I was, I was chatting with all the teachers and, Sure. And I really developed through that job. Mm-hmm. The late shifts, or I would go and mess around in the DC departments and the science departments. I, I just had it all at my fingertips, you know. It was, it was my education. So I went to <laughs> school with no teachers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Night. Yeah, yeah. That, sound, that, that sounds like an awesome opportunity. To <laughs> it was. It was. It was, yeah. I sort of made it. That sort of made it work for me, you know, and it did. And it, again, it was it was hard at the time. It was in them dark days. Well, I didn't have anyone to go back and say, "Oh, guess what I've done today." I was just existing there. But you know, I fall asleep in the library with a bottle of wine. <laughs> wake up just before the teachers were getting there. <laughs> <laughs> panic and hide and. <laughs> oh my god! I've been there all night. You know. <laughs> Have you been creating these things? I guess from the beginning, when you had this experience with your ex, yeah, you you immediately went into this um, creating animated type work. No, no. I mean, I've always always been making stuff. Yeah. Even as a kid, I'd always collect stuff. Mm. I was always fascinated at stuff that moved. I was always, and I was rubbish at building stuff, really. Mm. Again, the, the 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 information was never available. Like now on YouTube, if you want to do some spray painting, you can have a look. It shows you how to do it the easy way, and it's simple. Whereas back then it wasn't. But yeah, I was only a, only a kid anyway. But I, was, I did. I had a huge, um, not huge, I mean, the house was small with, big for me and it was just full of cardboard tubes and you know just rubbish I'd collect and then I'd come home one day and it'd all been thrown out and I'd be devastated and <laughs> uh, you know and I'll go collect it again and I was, I'd always walk with my head down I was always looking at the ground trying to find stuff you know oh my goodness and I, and I found something that moved or had a wheel on it that a wheel and a handle oh hey you know <laughs> That's treasure to me. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I'm kind of giggling over that is because that that's exactly how my son is. 
he does all of those things and he has a we just got him a box to put all of his things in that he collects and it's wires and wheels and little screws and things and and he's take he has his own tool set and he takes it all apart like trying to put wires together to see what what it does you know and he's, oh, yeah you got genius there in the making <laughs> in the past like month or so he has started taking apart everything takes everything apart and wants yeah. to know why it's doing what it's doing and yeah you uh, sort of want to encourage that but not with your <laughs> God, I don't don't take apart don't touch the, everything. Don't touch the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my laptop alone. <laughs> yeah, do not want to find my laptop taken apart. <laughs> Look, but I'm, like, I'm still like that. Or I start and take it apart. I still, yeah. you know, I'm, I, I want to know how things work. Yeah. I'm fascinated, you know, and it is a fascination. I used to, uh, I spend a lot of time at my nan's as a kid mm. and I had this shed and it was pretty, it was like my shed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was only, I was ever so young from sort of six, seven, eight, probably, I don't know how old your lad is, but yeah, all old stuff. And I'd take apart radios and yeah, it was great. I spent hours in there, only because I wasn't allowed in the house, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just let him, you, you leave him for just a moment and he's completely taken a I mean, anything, a toy apart, it doesn't matter, yeah. whatever it is. If it's a, you yeah. know, like yeah. you said, like an old radio or something, he just takes yeah. it all yeah. to where it's all at its basic parts and it's yeah. no longer what it was. It'll learn the hard way. I mean, you've got to- and he's putting things yeah. together and trying to screw things together in his own way. And he's made like little um, creatures and robot right. kind of thing. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. But yeah. he's wanting it to work and he doesn't it's know how to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah to make yeah. it move the way that you do. And yeah. he's yeah. exploring it, but. Yeah, it will take time. I'm excited for him trying to do those kinds of things yeah, because yeah. my mind never really worked that way. And, and, and so, like, I can imagine things and draw it out, but to make something yeah. in a three-dimensional form and it's moving yeah. and doing something, I mean, you're yeah. having to think about it from multiple dimensions and yeah. Yeah. it needs to be in the way that you want it to be from all angles, you know, and That's right. it's, um, I used, to draw, I used to draw little cogs and wheels and, mm-hmm. and there's a guy called, um, Heath Robinson. I don't know if you know of him. He's like overcomplicating things like, um, just like getting out of bed machine and it'll, it'll be a lever that he pulls <laughs> and it drops a bucket of water and it's all, you can follow the drawing round. And, yeah. You know, and, and I sort of, I suppose that I've got a lot of inspiration from that. Mm. And there's um, an animation in the UK here. I don't know if you see it over there. Wallace and Gromit. Have you ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, it's that sort of thing. Very yeah. similar. And it's just, and I used to always draw little machines like that, which mm. on paper would work, but not, you know, not in reality. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any kind of like shows or events or things that you, you know, um, these things too? Do you, are you mainly selling them online? 
Yeah, I mean, I thought, oh, there was a little toy shop in London that sort of discovered me just as I started selling. Um, oh, and she, she helped me. Yeah. And she, sadly, she died a couple, about a month ago. Oh, yeah. And the shop is just this little treasure trove of automatons and old toys. And she was really a hoarder, but she, she's really quite famous within the Dolls House community. Oh. And um, she yeah, she gave me a little little bit of uh, a nudge. That was that is her. That was her. Her aim was to help new artists, and she she did. It was probably one of the last ones she sort of helped. Yeah. Um, the guy the guy that worked there sort of see. I was trying to sell stuff on eBay, mm. and I got like forty quid for something. You know, it wasn't selling. It was like, what am I doing? And mm. uh, so they bought about ten pieces off me, so give me quite a boost. Oh, that's but, nice. Um, then I've, I've sold a couple of bits in galleries. Mm. Um, I think with galleries and artists, if you want a gallery to sell your stuff, then yeah, go by their rules or their what they require. But if they approach you, you do it by your standards you know because it's expensive they take a lot of money yeah, they've got a place you know and, and this is artists us artists are no good with money <laughs> uh, there's rich galleries and there's poor artists you know who want to get out <laughs> Every yeah, artist, that's all too common gallery owner I know is rich um, so but yeah you know it, 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 I've sold a bit through them which is good Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to do had a little exhibition lined up in London. It was at the back of this toy shop um, oh. with COVID. It didn't happen, and then I sold my bits. Mm-hmm. I sold some stuff through Etsy, but again, my price. I'm still trying to figure my pricing out. Yeah. Uh, again, like I say, with money, I'm no good. Mm-hmm. But they were taking twenty percent, you know, and I didn't like that. So I just started selling on Instagram now. Oh, I mean, I've not got a buy now button where people will impulse. So it is a bit, they've got to approach me and I'll send them a PayPal invoice, which does give them time to change their mind. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But but it, it's working all right. Yeah. You know? I've put these Krampuses up and I've sold, I've sold seven in less than a day. Wow, that's fantastic. So it, it, it's going all right, you know, but I'm still yeah. early on. And I'll keep putting my price up. And I'm nervous every time, but it's, you know, because I don't want to rip people off. But, yeah, I need to, if it's going to work for me, I need to be able to make a living. And it's just about, just about getting there, you know. Yeah. People say to me, you know, well, how long does that make? Well, I might be out of, well, yeah, well, the first answer would be 47 years, which is my age, you know. <laughs> it is. It's, it's what we've been through, how we've learned, designed it, you know, and now I can put it together, not not too quickly. Yeah. But there's also the times I fail, the times I do them wrong, the materials are waste. So at the minute, it's not just about getting to the stage where, hang on, this is going to work. But the last piece, a the little theatre box I sold, was nowhere near the work in Involved, no. Yeah. But every art, every artist knows that. And people, I've had people say to me before, like, well, I was selling one bit and it was 1300 And they said, well, that's, well, that's a month's money. And I said, exactly. What's your point? <laughs> it's a month's work. <laughs> you know, for some reason, their time's worth more than mine. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't know. It's a funny one, isn't it? Yeah. It's very funny. I think you're just playing. You're just- I think... 
you know, and when you get to talking about that, I think it is really about, um, you know, people's expectations have kind of changed with like mass mass produced things. Then yeah. they, they, you know, they run into someone like you who is creating these basically very unique pieces that I mean, they're not going to find anywhere else. And you're putting yeah. all your time and your your energy and your heart into it. And then yeah. Yeah. they're thinking, well, this would be the same as something that I bought online and they've made yeah. hundreds of thousands of them. And yeah. It's just, it doesn't work yeah. that way, but yeah. at the same time. We'll so then we'll go and buy another one online then. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make one yourself. <laughs> I know about these kits, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get you a kit and try and make one. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's a tough one, and that's that thorny question that every artist, there's a, there's a, thing on, on Facebook, sell your art. So I don't know if you're on that. And there's always people looking for, you know, what, what shall I charge? And this little group I've just joined, this sort of, this seven of us, we, we, we're all asking each other, you know. Mm-hmm. One, one of them is, one I keep saying, you've got to put your prices up. You need to put your prices up. Yeah. But if I didn't sell quickly, I would go off the oil. I'd start doubting myself. Mm. So I, I like the quickness. Um I'm still finding my way. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe maybe I will mass produce them at some point. I did have a guy, he's got this quite quaint shop in Paris. He um he wanted me to make some stuff, but just affiliate it. He wanted to take some of my designs and affiliate it to his shop. Oh wow. I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. And he said, Well, I could give you a sort of 40 quid each, you know, and he said, I could probably make 10 in a day. And he lost me there. I thought, no, no, you can't make 10 of these in a day. You, 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 you know, I don't care who you think you are. I can't, and I've designed them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I get approached a lot. I've had a, I've had a lot of people from shops, people trying to buy wholesale, which just instantly means cheap. Yeah. Uh, I just sort of said no. So I'm just sort of making it up as I go along like everything else in my life. And the art world, again, I mean, I find it strange. And I always say you get like these, like a Rothko, you know, like a red red canvas. Yeah. And people will stand there looking at it, holding their chins in appreciation. And you're thinking, well, that's not art. What's that? It's worth 10, 10 million quid. You're like, what? And I'm spending bloody months designing something that no one else can do. And I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't understand it. It's a strange, strange world. It really, it really is. is. Yeah. You know, I don't know what Very makes one, pers- one person's pain more, more valuable than the other. and you see you see these things and you i mean i've seen there's an artist on instagram i just started following and they are um squirting paint onto a canvas and then they're using like a squeegee to pull it across the canvas and that's it they're done where where, where are they squirting it from Like, she gets some more weird stuff. What? <laughs> Sorry, what I've seen that? one and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. It's- yeah, no, I've seen some of them squeegee ones. They uh, <laughs> seen one, so, and they actually 
scrape it and it looks like a picture. Have you seen yeah. that? And I don't yeah. know whether yeah. they made that over it's computer generated or they actually they put a few blobs, pull it down, and it's a yeah. couple standing with a sunset. <laughs> Is that the one? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Now that's kind of interesting, but that's clever. When I yeah. saw it was just it was just blobs, really. Yeah, 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 it yeah. Didn't really look like anything. <laughs> yeah, and you're following them. Yeah, no. Why am I following them? And I'm watching their videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so perplexed. Some of these people make a lot of money, and I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, I never will. Never will. Well, stranger than than making it, or the people to appreciate it. Some of it's just rubbish. No, I shouldn't say that. This is an art channel, but I'm quite. uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to support all different kinds of. Yeah, sorry. It's it is. It's an interesting, uh, and you know, when it comes down to it, all artists are interesting, aren't they? And they just all different, and it's all unique, and we're all doing it a different way. I think the part that it's really, you know, hard for us as artists to understand is how people take it, you know, like how yeah. someone appreciates one thing, but not another. And it's yeah. very varied and, and, yeah. and yeah. you don't really know, you know, what uh, people are going to think. And importantly, they are the audience, you know. Yeah. I see a question online the other day and it said, if nobody loved your work or, or told you how good it was or bought it, would you carry on? Yeah. And a lot of people trying to be sort of right on, if you like, and saying, yeah, of course. And if I'm honest, I probably wouldn't. If everyone thought what yeah. I was doing was rubbish, yeah. I would stop doing it because I wouldn't like the criticism. Mm. And I think, well, perhaps I'm doing something wrong. I mean, I'm a bit of a bit of a lone wolf anyway and do suit myself, um, try to. But, yeah, if, if I wasn't getting that approval, I'd, I'd, I'm not sure I would continue. It's important yeah. to me, you know, and, and, and it does. We all need a little bit of flattery, don't we? Sure, sure. You know, we thrive on that. Sometimes I build stuff for myself, you know, so I can look at it and think, yeah, that's really good. And I'll keep it. I've got a man cave full of some weird contraptions, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's a funny question, you know. We've talked about some really interesting things. I don't think I've had with anybody else on the interview. Um, So I really appreciate you talking to me about this. What is... Like, do you have an outlook as far as where you want to take it? Like, where you want this to go eventually? Yeah, I mean, come on, I'm a dreamer, man. Sometimes <laughs> I think of having a factory, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like a published author, I'll be, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've just been chatting last night. Someone bought a couple of pieces off me and they, they own a fairground. You know, and I was asking, do, do you make bigger pieces? And then my head's telling me, you know, I'm getting carried away. Yeah, I could go and work in the fairground, building rides, building big things, you know. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. Where, where's it going? Yeah. Just being able to do what I'm doing. I would like to get more technical. Like, I like the watchmaking side of things and clock mm-hmm. making. Yeah. I don't have yeah. the tools. So it's all wood that I use. Lots of work and metal. Yeah, I, I don't know. But then, then everything's a learning curve with this, yeah. and sometimes they're frightening. You know, you think, well, I need to learn that, and it, it, I think, no, I can't. I just can't bring myself to do it. The tools are expensive. You know, there's stuff I'd like to get. Um, there are other there's projects I'd like to build. I don't know. I just yeah. want to keep creating. 
The worst thing in the world would be not creating, going back to, I've had a string of rubbish jobs, factory work, warehouse work, mm. and it destroyed me. I hated it. I really hated it, but I've done it. When you're hating your work, you're hating your life, aren't you? Yeah. Um, school caretaker, that was great. But the money was no good. It wasn't, you know. Even a guy I worked with, he said, yeah, you, you got a head on your shoulders. Why aren't you chasing the money? I just didn't have that um, confidence, you know. I was lacking it. I've been not, you know, the, the school of hard knocks, if you like. So I was very doubtful of what I could do. But now I've just started building stuff and get showered with praise sometimes. <laughs> you know, you do you have to watch it, you know, the old ego, because that, that praise doesn't last. Um, Again, I always mention her, Judy, Judy Keeps. Yeah. She's, she's uh, also a therapist. Oh. And she was saying that there was an artist, that, a real famous one that contacted her, mm. and she was having a crash. She'd just put on this amazing show, and afterwards there was a big crash, you know, a mental crash. Yeah. We build yeah. up. And we, I suppose, we get like endorphins or we get addicted to the praise. But then when that praise goes, we're down, you know, and it's a big down. And I've noticed every project I make, and then I put it on Instagram and I get all the feedback. And then when that feedback trickles away, I start feeling like an emptiness, you know. Yeah. And, and, and talking to the other guys now, and like what you're doing, if you ask this question again to artists, Mm. Not fine, I'll get that, you know. I don't know if you do. You know, you'll get the joy of finishing something and then when that's just a, just another painting, that's, that joy's gone. Yeah. Does, that, does that make sense? Uh... I think, you know, and, and that's, I saw a, like a chart where it was showing the journey of an artist and it was just yeah. up and down and up, yeah. And, down yeah. and, up yeah. and down and it was like, okay, I'm feeling confident. And then I, and then I start to see something else. And it's like where you're like seeing other people's work and you're appreciating it so much. Yeah. Yours isn't quite there yet. You're always, but that's improving, isn't it? You need to do it. And on the chart, it's going up. It's going up, but it's constant up and down, up and down, up and down. So you'll find someone that's got something absolutely outstanding Mm. that's still experienced someone that's just, they're still going through their experiences Mm. because it's natural to them. That's where they are. It's not they produce something far beyond their capabilities. They're just, that's again, she throws so much away. I said, don't throw your art away. She said, it's rubbish. I said, it's not. <laughs> she's, a great, she's agreed to send it to me now. You know, I said, I'm going to throw it away. So send me your rubbish bags then. I'll, I'll go through them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it is a, it's a funny journey. Mm. You know, you hear all these stories of the famous artists and all killing themselves. And yeah. so, yeah, you know, our ups are up and the downs are down. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing, nothing more, you know, when someone wants to buy something that you've made. You yeah. know, at first, I wasn't sure about that at the beginning. You know, I was very doubtful. And it took a little bit of getting used to. You yeah, know? you're like, please uh, don't break it. Please don't break yeah. Please don't break Yeah, sure, break. sure. <laughs> My early stuff was rubbish. You know, it was, you know, it wasn't, I didn't know how. I'm learning all the time. It was just like a lump of wood and glue, really. It was, 
and then I use like metal and solder and and then I run my stuff on a drill, put it put where the handles go, I'll put a drill on it, just run it you know, really far. And then I start doubting if I just wakened it. <laughs> I'm testing it and thinking I'm just I've just worn it out. <laughs> Next turn it might break. You know, I've had a couple of so a couple of break in transit, a couple of couple of people have actually fixed them themselves. You know, and they're happy to as well. I mean, that's how that's how pleased they seem to be with wow. the whole experience, which means a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mainly, for some reason, I sell most of my stuff to America, and wow. that's not just because there's more people. It's on a percentage rate. You know, working the statistics out. Mm. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's that that weirdness. Yeah. That weird weird Britishness, maybe that I don't know. I've got. I don't know. <laughs> There's <laughs> something I can't put my finger on it, but it is. And it panics me because the shipping again on the crates are pretty much bomb proof now. But it's like, well, I've got to send this a long way, you know. And if it breaks, that's expensive because I've got to ship it back. I do guarantee my work. Um, it's unwritten, but anything I'd give a year and I'll cover it, but anything after a year, I'll. Touch wood, there's nothing. And I don't think they get played with every day. You know, there's an initial couple of weeks, and then and then it sits like an ornament, and then like, like all of that stuff, you know, yeah, becomes yeah. part part like a parlor toy. Yeah, that's interesting. Russia, I had a bit with Russia as well because yeah. you're on Instagram. I don't, I don't promote a lot. I might put if I'm selling something, I'll put a fifteen pound promotion on it, and I've tried all different countries. When I was on Russia, and there was a lot of feedback, but I, I didn't understand what they were saying, so it might have been <laughs> negative. <laughs> you got a lot of attention, but you don't know yeah, what was good lot, attention. Lot, lots of lots of laughing emojis. I might allow that to take them. But. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I know you. You probably feel like you're sort of at the beginning of your journey, but at the same time, you like you said, you've been doing this all your life. In yeah. reality, you're working through, you know, yeah. figuring yeah. these things out. But um, what advice would you give to like a young person who, you know, maybe they're starting to make something and, you know, maybe afraid to share it or. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Well, wow. put, yeah. put it out there. What would you tell yeah. them as, you know, someone who's. Um, maybe overcome that. That's, that's a real toughie because I sort of covered <laughs> the, the sort of, yeah, you know, I wasn't sure about my work. People, and it wasn't, I didn't start really to sell. I was just making mm. and people were showing and I, and I would only show my friends and that's like anything. That's a that, that's tough, isn't it? That's, that's yeah. like, um, yeah. we're our own worst critics as well. I mean, yeah. we've got to be critical to keep our standards up. But sure. normally, we're, we're too too critical. But exposing your art is like nerve wracking. I can I can get that. I don't know why. Just on that question, I just thought of that um, MLM. What was it? Eight Mile, where he's nervous as hell to go and do the rapping. I don't know if you've seen that film. Yeah. And he, he had that song, didn't he? You know about about doing it. And you've just got to, you've got to have a bit of a tough skin, I suppose. But yeah, don't don't fear. The negative, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. I had one, one, one nasty, but I'd already had a lot of praise before then, so I was just kicking him around, really, and <laughs> holding him back. But yeah, just you're doing, and that's where you have to do it for the love. Yeah. You know? I think you know yourself when something's good, yeah. don't you? 
you think, you know, you know, I know when I've made something or drawn something or painted something and I think, no, that's good. In fact, if I get to that level and show someone, I'd get offended. (laughs) 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 And I'm thinking they'd just put it down so they're jealous. (laughs) And they probably are, you know, because not everyone is capable of painting. Not everyone. And a lot of negativity comes from jealousy. Sure. So, you know, they'll just say, oh, they're just having a pop because they're sort of reflecting that they can't do it. Or they're not, you know, I believe that in everything. I think there are a lot of people who, you know, as children, we all start off being pretty creative and imaginative. And and then at some point, some people lose that. And then when they see someone like a peer, who who is still able to do that or to make something yeah, yeah that yeah. it can make them feel like upset because they're not doing it themselves you know and yeah, so they, yeah. they take a shot you know because yeah, they're, yeah. they gave up on something yeah. themselves that's right and, and if you if you can call yourself an artist you've got an identity because um, yeah. I lost that a long time and I didn't know what I was who I was. And, yeah, I, I would attack other people, I suppose, in my mind, you know, and, and not like stuff. And, but, no, I turned I turned a corner by trying to look at the good in everything, you know. Yeah. Just, just a life thing, you know. And, and I found if I look for the best in people, that's what I see. Mm. And then that's what they see, you know. That's the engagement in life. I mean, if you're, if you're sort of looking at the bad and you're bitter and twisted, you're going to find that. And that's, that's just life, isn't it, you know. If you go about life as a thief, the whole world's a thief, isn't it? But if you go about sharing love and kindness, and all of a sudden you, that's what you receive back. That's, that's how I found and learned and worked for me, you know. So yeah. I mean, I think my, I think my uncle when I started making, he come over and just told me I was a weirdo. And I, I <laughs> stuff. He did. He's horrible. That's his nickname, horrible. You know. He, <laughs> in his body but you know he did he tried to ridicule me and I was just like ah, get out of it you know what I mean but yeah, there's a level of bitter and twistedness there you know do yeah like you say do what you want to do and to be able to engage in stuff today and be absorbed by it is is a beautiful thing isn't it because I remember yeah. there was a time when I couldn't I could I had a hobby I didn't have any hobbies I didn't know I didn't know this was a hobby it dawned on me I thought oh, I've got a hobby you know, people have fishing or, I've, I've never had sports I've hated sport I've never you know and I was just searching what do I like and I didn't know so I make my own thing up yeah <laughs> it's working that's a good question oh yeah it seems to be you know and I've never been happier I've never been happier in life doing what I'm doing now there's a guy I follow, he's part of this little group we're in, um, Made Birds. Ooh. I don't know if we've had links to this later. And and this guy, he's bringing up, he's got two children, he's got a full-time job, and his work is phenomenal. And he's trying to make, and I don't know, I said, you know, I said, do you get up before you go out of bed? You know, how do you, how do, you do all this? But uh, And he's pursuing his dreams and it's hard. It's not, it's hard work. What I do is hard work. You know, what people see at the end, you just think, oh, you just build this quirky little daft thing that goes round and round. <laughs> oh, immense amount of work that goes into it. It really is. It, it might look a bit silly and simple, but they're not. People try and get to do commissions for them. And I I don't like doing them. I I don't mind. I mean, I put in 
Not a high price, but it's a price that scares them, but it's quite a fair price if you consider the work. Yeah. But they, they will say, I just want that moving over there, or I just want this moving over here and do a bit of that. Yeah. But to make something move is very, very difficult. You've got to, it's not it's not an easy thing, you know, and, and and then they start designing it and saying, well, why don't you do this? And it just doesn't work. I'm just like, no. So I turn them down now. Yeah. I get quite a few requests, but, you know, and they want one-offs. And I'm saying it's going to be expensive because I, I make my money by designing something and then selling. Maybe I might need to sell 10 to make my time even worthwhile. Speaking on the commissions thing, I don't know what that is. I, I've, I've experienced that as well. And there are people who are really good at taking commissions and doing that kind of work. But for yeah. some reason, it's really hard for me to do that. And because um, yeah. you because like you said, you start to have people. Maybe I'm a people pleaser. And so oh, yeah, I am. Yeah. When they when they start to request certain things, then there's this battle inside where you're like, I know that that's not going to work and that's yeah. not going to look OK. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. But at the same time, they're buying my work and they they want this commission and you're wanting you to want that. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, but it's not going to work, you know, uh, like, it's not going to be the uh, way I would have uh, done it, you know. No, and also we're governed by rules all of a sudden, aren't we? We've got a, <laughs> it's not not what we're making. It's not coming from our art. We're just trying to actually aim to please them. And, it, and yeah, and if it doesn't, then it'd be devastating, wouldn't it? What is it? If you make money out of your hobby, you never have to work again. Mm. Uh, and that's sort of what I'm aiming, really, hoping for. But again, to other artists, uh, there are sacrifices to make, aren't there? Oh, yeah. You have to give, I don't know about yourself, I mean, you've got family in that, I've not got no young children, but there are things I don't do, and you have to, if you want to be drawing or creating art all day, you, there are things, your social life may even you know, get impacted, because you, it's not just sitting down, drawing a masterpiece and putting it up, is it? It's, yeah, yeah. It's all no, it's so much involved, you know, like the, like the selling, the advertising, the packaging. I mean, yourself, you said just, just rolling a picture up that doesn't get folded or creased. <laughs> There's so many sides to, to, you know, just for someone to have a picture on their wall. A lot of sweat and tears goes into it. Keeping up with, you know, messages and sales and, you know, Making sure that things get the place get to the places that you want them to get to safely. I mean, they're yeah. just you know, they're it's terrifying, isn't it? Terrifying <laughs> sending stuff out. Absolutely terrifying. We had these ori- originals too. Yeah. Well, I've had I've had commissions where the person was like, "You just make something." You know, they may give they may give me a you know something like, "I would like something." with wings or something like that and you just create something now that's wonderful because then you really get to actually Mm. make your work you're you know building an idea around this one thing that they're wanting but if they're like that they could just buy something you've already made couldn't they yeah they really could (laughs) (laughs) but they'll be like they love their input. They want to have a little part of the 
that, that creation, don't yeah. they? I think it's <laughs> into that. Because, yeah, I think that might be part of it, you know. That they'll say, well, I've got this specially made. They like yeah. the one-off aspects, but they like that they've had a little bit of input themselves. You know, that gives them a little little insight into being an artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not. They're just they're a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're getting to participate in a way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they're helping up, us out, you know. Yeah, and then they put it up as a co- collaboration. You know yeah. what? <laughs> then you, they want to make sure that you put their name, you know, on the the bottom of yeah, it. First, <laughs> first. Yeah, yours in little writing. In pen. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so funny. <laughs> Well, yeah, like to new artists. I'm still talk, I'm chewing on that question you said about any advice, and, and, I, and I wish I could give some. I mean, I don't know what yours is, but well, I mean, I think I think a lot of what we've been talking about here is is pretty good. You know what you're mm. you're saying about you know your own struggles and things like that. That's just people people hearing things like that and being able to say. I'm not alone, you know, that's, that's important. That's a huge, huge um, help to others. And um, that's one thing that I wish that I had heard as a younger artist, you know, because it was just like, you know, at the time, um, it just seemed like everybody else had it all together and knew what to do. We judge our sort of internals by their externals. Yeah. So they look in, but then when you yeah. get to talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll tell you all their problems, like all the things. Well, this is, this is probably bad. Ad- <laughs> this is bad advice because we're actually saying it doesn't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't get any easier. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh my god! Quick now! <laughs> no, no, don't quick now. Oh, that's awesome. This is a fantastic talk, and I really, really appreciate you doing this. And well, thank, thank you for asking me. Um, I really enjoyed it. Thanks. You take care. All right. Thanks. I'll speak to you um, soon. All right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Art Talk with April. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please subscribe.